So the gift of time and distance is something that demonstrations of intent give us. Because when a person balls up their fist, that's a demonstration of intent. Now, that alone's nothing. Uh, Shelly does that to me every time we talk, right? Fighting words, leaning my chest forward, showing my jugular, giving those anger cues. Okay, that's fine, Brian. But those have to break a plane to come into the likelihood that there's going to be an assault or a fight or I'm going to reach for something or do something. Atomic actions are so important because the orientation of the eye and the brain and how now that functional field of view is going to lock on and now mission focused. Brian, those are the additions I need to make. Not just a single atomic action, one plus two plus three. It's got to have that threshold of now I'm likely to do something because of the intent and I'm moving in my environment. Welcome to the Left of Greg podcast. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to the Left of Greg podcast. I'm Brian Marin, the host and creator of the show. As always, I will be joined by human behavior expert, Mr. Greg Williams, who the show is affectionately named after. Here on the Left of Greg show, our goal is to increase your advanced critical thinking ability through a better understanding of what we call human behavior, pattern recognition, and analysis. If you'd like to find out more about what that is, you can check the episode details. If you have any questions or would like us to cover a specific topic, please reach out to us at leftofgreg at gmail.com. Today, we are going a little deeper into one of our first principles that we talked about on a previous podcast. Some of you reached out with some questions regarding what we meant by demonstrations of intent are more important than motive, so we decided to explain what we mean by demonstrations of intent. During the episode, we talk about how all humans will consciously or unconsciously telegraph their actions, and if you can learn to identify those indicators sooner, you can predict what they're likely going to do before they do it. So in essence, recognizing demonstrations of intent will give you the time and distance you need to choose a better intervention strategy. Please don't forget to follow us on social media. You can find the links in the episode details. And if you enjoyed the podcast, please share it with your friends. Thanks for tuning in, and we hope you enjoy the show. All right, Greg, we'll go ahead and get started on today's episode. First off, thanks everyone reaching out and uh, giving us some feedback and um, giving us some suggestions for some of the podcasts we do. Very much appreciate you doing that. And in fact, this is kind of where, where we came up with today's um, um, topic uh, of the day, which is uh, kind of a deeper dive into some of the things we're talking about when we got into our, our episode on the first principles of human behavior that we teach and we base everything on in a sense. And one of those was uh, um, about demonstrations of intent. <clears throat> and, yep. you know, humans, uh, well, first of all, demonstrations of intent are more important than motive. And, you know, kind of people telegraph their actions. There's a bunch of things to talk about. But we focus on demonstrations of intent. So some people had some questions on what we mean by that. And and so we can we can sort of start there uh, with a yeah. general definition. And then um, kind of what I, I, we see, we'll get into kind of what we see people uh, kind of where it goes wrong, especially when you see these different sort of video breakdowns of things, uh, because a yeah. lot of folks are looking for some, okay, give me a specific atomic action, or what does it mean when someone demonstrates their intent, which all depends on the context that you're in, right? And and there's, yep. this is what we, what we see a lot when, when, especially when things pop up and we can, we're sitting there watching the video going like, well, right there, you know, right there, what's likely going to happen next, because they're already demonstrating that fact. And that's kind of what we stick to. But that's a big idea for the, for the topic today, Greg, the, what are demonstrations of intent? What do we mean by that? And, and, you know, when we say that, and can we have some examples and, and just explain a little bit more in depth. And I get uh, where people are coming from with this, because you kind of have to 
take it on an individual case or individual example and say, this is where that person is, but there's also big picture understanding of it. So I'll throw to you maybe start with sort of the definition and what we mean by demonstrations of intent, because I know we talked about it on the previous episode, but that was a couple of weeks ago and I don't want people to have to go back and listen to that section or something. So, so, so. Here's the thing. First of all, dis- disabuse yourself of, of timelines. The, the thing is that if you're going to think of time as a beginning, a middle, and an end, then you're never going to truly understand how to train yourself to see demonstrations of intent. And what I mean by that is you got to go to current events, you got to go to historical perspective, you got to go to people, uh, vehicles, uh, uh, events, and you have to look at them in the context of, of their meaning to a specific time in an event. And what I mean by that is if you take a look and deconstruct uh, the Zarnev brothers at the uh, Boston Marathon. The Zarnev brothers made two bombs. They set the timers on the bombs differently, and they set them at two different locations, literally anticipating that the first one would go off, first responders would move in to check out what was going on, and the second bomb was specifically designed to cause mass casualties to those responding to the first event. What do you got there? Okay. That's not an accident. That's intentional. That's deliberate. So the the demonstration of intent here was uh, uh, followed by not just the placement, not just the building two bombs, but the reconnaissance necessary, the route selection, predictive analysis on who would be in which areas, where the finish line was going to be. So Brian, all that took creative juices. Mm-hmm. Now it took a level, high level of organization, a, a is what very it high yeah. level of organization, and low sophistication we'll get into that later right but the the and and not on this episode probably but the idea is that here you have at least two people that sat there and said where are we going to get the most bang for our buck yeah but what if they run this way well how big should our black package be uh where are we going to get those items each one of those specific things having an ounce to gram scale or a triple beam scale with which to measure your explosive uh, uh powder making sure that you soak the threads on a pipe bomb so you don't create friction uh, uh, when you're putting your uh, uh, pipe bomb together, uh, going to a place to purchase cannon fuse and using cash so as not to leave a record, uh, 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 you know, and falsifying an identification uh, uh, and using a stolen credit card. Each one of those specifically is a demonstration of intent. And in mens rea, is present. The guilty mind. This person knew that the thing that they were performing now was going to cause something later on. I know that creating this false ID is going to confound any attempt to uh, 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 find me for purchasing illegally these drugs or explosives or anything. That's intent. So, so, so we think of intent, Brian. This is in this is the conundrum. So we think of intent as I walk up to a, a car in a traffic stop and the guy drives away. Oh, he's intending to flee. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, <laughs> hold on. Hold on. All right. What, what, what we got is, yeah, nobody wants to go to jail. Okay. So yeah. I, I can completely understand that. But now the person accelerates away from you. Okay. Those are factors we have to take into consideration, but pulls into oncoming traffic, drives directly at a scout car. You see, extinguishes the vehicle's lights. These are important because they demonstrate guilty knowledge and they demonstrate intent. 
I'm, I'm going to risk your personal safety and my own to get away from you. Well, it changes the stakes. So right. a demonstration of intent can be that low level, uh, you know, Hey, come here. And then the person turns and flees. But if we only think of it in those contexts, we're going to miss the more subtle cues that are repeatable, like, like using a natural line of drift, attacking a person at a habitual area. Those are things that you know now after the training and specifically the folks that have attended our training. So you can go to an event that has already occurred, look back at it and go, these were key points. Why would I want to do that? Because then I flop my compass, Brian, and I make those concentric circles the other way. And now I start saying what I learned from the past, I can project towards the future. We learned that in cooking. We learned that in math class. We learned that in language. How many of us went to the classic language class and then all of a sudden said, okay, well, I can winnow that down to just these three or four words in this new language to get what I need. That's intent. So, so we have to take a look at the intent and the intent is demonstrated by the person's behavior and their actions in the moment on a timeline, but stop thinking that the timeline matters more than the behavior. Yeah. So, so th this is, th this is a good explanation and it kind of gets into what we focus on because those demonstrations of intent are often completely autonomic meaning the person yes. either doesn't realize they're doing it or or which get which you know kind of betrays what they were planning on doing or they they are aware of it because they they thought about doing it and they're both just as powerful of a signal in a sense exactly you know, it's like when we talk about one's more primitive brian one's more primitive but it doesn't mean it's less deliberate right yeah so, so 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 a, a, a well thought out plan or that i'm turning and running from it both are equally as dangerous in the moment so we yeah, we can't weigh one they're, more they're, they're, heavily than another. And, and like you said they're they're equally as deliberate to exactly. as, uh, what it is that you're doing um it just one maybe was yeah an, an autonomic reaction in the moment right like you said like uh i'm out of here I, I all i'm trying to do is fleeing it around versus the okay no i i intend to do something else right it, either way they're 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 similar but uh, they they came about through different mechanisms in a sense or different different pathways yep. i guess um, which, which is again, why we try to focus on these key things, because then it doesn't matter where it comes from. If I look at what this person's, uh, trying to demonstrate here, and, and that's kind of even falls in line with some of the other things we talked about, about, you know, people, uh, teach you how they want to be treated and, 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 you know, people telegraphing, uh, uh, their, their intent that that's going to happen in, especially in the moment, especially in, in high stress situations where where you know you have limits of of uh cognitive performance that are affecting you you exactly. are it's going to become that 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 much more obvious and and so we we give different examples to sort of explain this concept of it and like you brought up the 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 backpack one is always good it's like okay why does this person carrying a backpack in this in this scenario and people are like well that doesn't mean anything it's like well well no not necessarily that on, on itself but what's yep. what's in the bag and the reason why i want to know what's in the bag is like well, is it a change of clothes and some snacks or is that 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 the bomb that they're bringing in and the idea exactly. is that's how people get past it because they go oh it's a backpack there's nothing there and most of the time that that's true and you know it and and when you get into to like you said if you wind that tape back you know it's who brings an empty backpack into a store well why, it, it, why yeah, walmart that? all the time it ends yeah. up with a shoplifting yeah you're like well, go, man you're good no 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 they, I, how many you times watch them you pull, pull an empty bag out of their trunk it's completely light throw it on and walk. i mean it's like oh, 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 that's but a now in this event. age right they're charging you now 
for plastic bags yeah. at the grocery store, right? So we see people bring in empty bags to a yep. grocery store. That exactly. fits our baseline. It's not anomalous. Now, if you saw somebody bring a full bag of groceries into that store, that'd be interesting. Okay, <laughs> yeah. what's going on here, right? Now, then you start doing your spirals, right? Okay, so person's going to go to customer service because this wasn't the bag that they ordered or it was delivered and there was items in it that are wrong or I have a complaint and it just can't wait. I'm walking back in the store, right? But any of those explanatory storylines is not going to reach a level where the intent demonstrated is dangerous because yes. it's you know food and the person's walking to the counter. Now, all of a sudden, you have a heavy bag and that person's walking into that city market store uh, from the parking yeah. lot. Well, wait a minute. Now I have to account for some things. What's and, gonna, and, and, and that's, that's, that's why we pointed out in these uh, situations and where people can go, well, that doesn't necessarily mean anything. It's like, no, I know. But if you don't recognize this, exactly, you're never going to see that thing coming the next. because exactly. you have to see this first. And if I see this first, I can then determine out there in the parking lot. Oh, OK, they're likely intent. And that's it. And then you can move on because 99 right. out of 100 times it is. But if I don't start with that, because, you know, I've, I've had people say stuff and we, it's like the perfect example. I know we talk, talked about it even in a recent class, but the um, uh, uh, Salman Abadi, the, the Manchester yep. uh, arena bombing at the Ariana yep. Grande concert, he's walking in with a large hiking rucksack basically yep. and before that he had that in a suitcase <laughs> a huge <blue laughs> big, suitcase, right? big giant blue suitcase and then inside that was the bag that had the bomb it's like that's why they missed it because they never took the second to go does this make sense in this context exactly. what else could it be and so if that recognition up front isn't there then you never get to the point where, where you're doing it so it's always right. weighing, weighing it out but but yeah. the idea is that if i focus on those areas then i don't have to wait the, the most recent that I can give you, uh, not the most recent, but all recent I can give you that happened twice in very short order was the two bicycle things. And I cued people onto the two bicycle things and the coppers looked at me and said, okay, you've got a photo of a guy riding a bike and he's pulling a bike. And I said, yes. And that's interesting to me. Yeah. And they said, well, why? And I was like, well, one bike per person, man. I mean, <laughs> yeah. what is he going to go at a certain point and go, okay, for this pavement, my ass feels better on the second bike. Yeah. I go, it's a bike theft. And the person looked at me and goes, oh, I never saw it that way. Okay, that's the key. The yeah. key is you never saw it that way. Right. So if a person is going and they've got two different bikes with them, you may want to look around and see if your locks is broken and laying at the bottom of the thing. And you're going, oh, well, a bike is a small thing. Well, not in Afghanistan where you pack it full of C4 and park it near a med cap and kill a whole bunch of people. The idea is don't think about the value. We're back to time again. Don't think about what might happen. What you got to think about is what could this mean? This could mean that there's going to be devastating effects. So I'm anticipating that this anomaly or incongruent signal could cause death, harm, uh, or opportunity. So, so when somebody comes to me and goes, well, it could be anything, I immediately say, okay, classic no, obstructionist. Yeah, yeah. It, it can't. It, it's something. Now, it may be something that we don't investigate, but without giving it a few moments to measure it against the known and the unknown and the baseline, how are we ever going to know? when an anomaly is going to turn deadly or dangerous, right? Why do we make a, a traffic stop? The officer observes behavior by the person that's driving the vehicle and says that behavior is incongruent with the other drivers on the road. It's too fast, no signal, whatever else. And I'm going to stop that. All we're saying is take that same imagery, that same mental process to say this vehicle out of the hundreds and take a look at that person or where that vehicle is parked 
or why that vehicle is idling and occupied with three people, right? And the only space that's available says no parking, uh, uh, armored trucks only. Okay. And you're going, it's never that simple. It's always that it's simple. It's always right? that simple. It's always because to get to you, the shark has to swim through the bait fish to get to the yeah. tuna that it wants to eat, right? So it's going to be influencing an environment. Uh, uh, the person that wants to rob the store has to actually, you can't call in and go, yeah, hey, yeah I'd like, like your uh, yeah. robbery. <laughs> Do, you understand what I'm saying, yeah. right? So, so all of that motion, the, the only advantage that we still have, Brian, and, and I'll give you another uh, in, in immediate advantage for all our coppers and HR people that are in the audience and, and teachers. We don't have friends anymore. Not like we used to. <laughs> Why? Because everything is social media yeah. related, right? So people aren't cued into friendship and responding. So it's almost like tabula rasa when you see people meeting in public. They're looking down at their feet. They're doing this and that. Well, that helps us as human behavior profilers take a look at that behavior and measure what's likely going to happen next. And then through those predictions, the best predictive of future behavior is past behavior, we can determine likelihood. We don't need to determine uh, certainty. We need likelihood because then likelihood makes me walk across the street and go, you with the bag, and now we're, we're going somewhere. See, but, but the catalyst for that has to be the human behavior, the human performance that we're and, seeing in front of us. And, and so you brought up the likelihood versus certainty because yes. everyone wants well, I want to know how, how do you determine what is it A or is it B? Is it something I need to? It's like, well, you, you yeah, don't but even know. The law's not set up. No, that way. no. And, 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 and this is this is my point. Well, nothing is yep. set up that way. We we, yep. we feel that we need to arrive at a conclusion immediately and understand what it is. So I can either continue to uh, invest mental calories in this or, yep. or move on. Right. Time. And, and so the the idea is and is it's a it's a level of likelihood that could increase or, or, or decrease given given uh, new and incoming information or a new set of circumstances. And, and it goes right back to intent. So like the uh, uh, if I have a, uh, a gun rack in my truck, that's my intent was there to have my rifle or shotgun there to go hunting right because yes. that's what it's used for and it's carried right there and i can drive in and out right but that and that that's my intent behind putting that in there but now you know you cut me off and now i'm broke down and we're get fighting on the side of the road well that that changes the math a little bit right within it the situation does. so when i go to pull that rifle out in that situation that's no longer there for hunting you know what i mean it's it's there for defense or whatever the the, the person's doing but but when when it comes to that uh, it's we stick into areas of likelihood when it comes to this stuff or, or, or so, so is it high or low level of likelihood because you can't ever be certain until it happens right you can't, or you exactly can't be 100 percent right. certain until it happens you can you know you can say i know this is going to happen but you don't want to let you know gravity and physics take over and just allow the situation to go that's the whole point is say, how do we mm. see i got it you know it's like no right. so why did you do back something back one. here yeah your weapons one is is such a great uh 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 potential for a new person or a intermediate person that's learning this skill uh brian's going to post in the episode details a video and the video is going to show coppers that are showing up to talk to a couple of people allegedly shots were fired allegedly a gun was waved around allegedly one of the people is armed he's going to put it on there now i'm not going to narrate the whole thing for you but the idea that you were primed by dispatch that there was a shooting shots fired people with a gun now you get to the scene. The first witness walks up and says, she has a gun. Then the coppers walk over and go, hey, come over here for a minute. She says, I don't have the gun. They have the gun. And I've got a video of them with the gun and shooting. And a scrum develops. What happens 
is we got to go back to the very beginning of that and say, is it likely that a gun was involved? Well, absent the word gun, who would be there? Well, none of the participants would be there. Right. Okay. Now, uh, if there was a gun, who else might be called to the scene? Well, the cops. Well, now, Brian, you see the way the math is starting to add up the likelihood? Okay. So it's likely that somebody could have called and said gun just to get the cops there. But then when you get to the scene, there's, there's a greater a degree of certainty and all the information starts adding there's up. There's more evidence what? to support what the call was about as soon as you no, get there. Exactly. Yeah. Now, I wasn't on the scene. I didn't see what right. they saw and all right. that other stuff. But I'll tell you one thing. When I show up and people say gun, 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 everybody's getting searched for our own personal safety. Then we'll calm things down and we'll talk about it. And the female did, in fact, have a gun and there was a shootout. You'll see it for yourself. When we start receiving information, what we have to do is make sure that we don't put a round peg into a square hole, but we also can't see all the information starting to coalesce and look away. And that's what we do, Brian. And you know who yes. does that? Experts do that. Mountain yep. climbers do that. They go, yep. I've climbed Himalayas, tied to these other people for so long. Today, that's nah, nothing different. Rafters do that. And they go, the cubic feet per minute of the water that's flowing down through that. I've seen it like that before, and I've done it. And guess what? Skydivers do that, right? Yeah. So all of these people that are challenging themselves, that are at the top of the game, and you see those people die, if they can die yes. because they missed a cue right in front of them, you need to slow time down. So the gift of time and distance is something that demonstrations of intent give us because when a person balls up their fist that's a demonstration of intent now that alone's nothing uh, shelly does that to me every time yeah. I talk, right i'm always afraid of being pummeled pardon me <laughs> and then demonstrations of intent fighting words leaning my chest forward showing my jugular giving those anger cues okay that's fine brian but those have to break a plane to come into the likelihood that there's going to be an assault or a fight or I'm going to reach for something or do something. And we can't just go like so the, those are, actions are yes. so important the, because the orientation of the eye and the brain and how now that functional field of view is going to lock on and now mission focus. Brian, those are the additions I need to make. Yeah. And Not just a single atomic action. You can't. Plus two right, plus right. Three. It's got to have that and, threshold of now I'm likely to do something because of the intent. And I'm moving in my environment. I'm moving towards. And, and, and the, the, this is how we get into the failures of sense making. It's just how we yes. look at it as humans, too, because like you just brought up this great example, the balling the fist, then my shoulders come out and then I get the anger cues. It's like, oh, OK, got it. So if I train and I look for those, that means that person's going to fight. It's like, well, well, no, no, it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to take in everything within the situation. But 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 and and this is where it kind of goes wrong. And I see people try to do, especially when you get the and I'm, I'm using air quotes, everyone body language experts that I see all the time. Yeah. You're, you're trying to take one atomic action from a human and then say, okay, this extrapolate all that. this other shit. And yeah, and, and and extrapolate that across a, 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 an entire population. One that's that's absolutely yeah. ridiculous. You that's that you can't you can't do that. Um, you don't necessarily know within a given context is it's what rises above or below the baseline. Is this anomalous? Is this incongruent behavior based on what's going on that you can do and say here's why yep. i thought it but it's yep. it's it's several it's several things like again with the anger cues you know you're at the bar and people are drinking and you see that happens they go oh man that means there's gonna be a fight like or that guy took a bite of his food and it's absolutely disgusting and yep. he's angry and it's making him sick and he's gonna because he just paid a lot of money for that play like you're exactly. gonna see the same reaction so but, but let's 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 extra extrapolate exactly that type of scenario now we're at a, a fast food restaurant. 
And we're watching other people. We're the fly in the wall. We get to do that because we're humans and humans are interacting around us. It's not one at a time, right? Uh, life is not sequential by any stretch of the imagination. Right. And so we see the two people uh, 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 locked closely at the cashier's uh, 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 counter. And that's not normal, Brian. People come and go. And now we see the, the person that's making the purchase is leaning on the counter. Mm-hmm. And we see those anger cues. And we see the other person give the polar bear salute, arms back, you know, I'm relaxed and stuff. Then that person starts getting mad. And we have this little tete-a-tete. We, we're, we're arguing at the counter. And now the customer walks away. But a few feet away, they stop. And now they do the slow turn. And, they and start another to step thing. Back. You get what I'm yep. trying to say? So that could be, oh, I forgot my straw. But in this context, is it? So that likelihood needs to be investigated. Because if it's not, hey, and another thing, hey, I forgot my straw. Hey, I dropped my gosh damn glasses on the counter and I'm going to come back to pick them up. That's where it's going to happen. Yeah. So you might as well put, start putting a crime scene tape there. And, and the idea is all of those things, the demonstrations of intent, suggest an inevitability. Now, that doesn't mean it's going to be inevitable. There's, a, there's myriad things that could change. Yeah. But in that instance, if you're looking for the nexus, if you're looking for a place where there could be a scrum and that friction could lead to a shootout, a stabbing, a fight or whatever else, you got it. So so we can do that in traffic. The person that continues to drive over the speed limit, that's weaving yeah. in and out, yeah. that's getting too close and locking on their brakes. If that continues sooner or later, that person either themselves is going to get into an accident and, or they're going to cause a chain reaction. Well, that, that, that's that, that's the, the traffic ones are good uh, yeah. examples because, you know, I see there's entire accounts on social media and stuff that, that post different, like, you know, crashes or things like that, that happen. Right. And a lot of them aren't just, you know, cause a lot of people now have, especially people who drive for a living with their delivery or whatever, have a lot of uh, cameras in there, right. To capture it because they get the most Absolutely. stuff and then people try to lie and say it was your fault. Right. So everyone's got their cameras on there. Cause they're like, yeah, no, I don't think so, dude. It's right here. So, so that, that's why, but these are actually just people a lot of times with their cell phone recording and, yep. and, and the, just the simple fact that they're recording before the accident happens, it shows what does that, that imply they know in that moment, maybe not, you know, right. explicitly where they can explain it, but they, they recognize that, Hey, this is going South. I want to capture this, right? I want to see what's going to happen. Yep. And then sure enough there's the accident. So, so but, what that means but, is everything exactly. is that person knew that it was going to exactly. likely to occur. It could, but, but we're human. So you know what we call that, Brian, we yeah. call that instincts. We have, <laughs> yeah. we have 75 cues that present themselves. <laughs> remember that uh, I'm going to go to the lobby and have myself <laughs> a snack. Remember that from the movies? Yeah. All of them are paraded in front of you like that little vignette, right? Yeah. And, and you're seeing everyone play out and then all of a sudden you, you guess, right. And, and, you know, you avoid whatever. And you go, you see that? That was my instinct speaking to me. No, it was all the environmental cues. Yeah, it was the environmental cues. demonstrating cues. the intent. Like it, 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 and your brain reads those. Look, your amygdala is a genius, okay? And, and your limbic system is meant to keep you oriented in your mind. When you take a look, the cerebrum and the cerebellum, the cerebrum, the brain, the cerebellum, the little brain. The little brain processes 65 million more signals per fucking, pardon my language, minute than than any other thing that's on a planet. Why? Because that's part of your survival system. That's the one that's keeping you breathing and keeping you oriented uh, away from danger and getting you prepared to fight or flight. So, so when you like, like, uh, we recently had somebody go, yeah, the, uh, course is great, but I could have done without the brain stuff. Yeah, I get it. Okay. Because in your mind, you don't understand exactly what that means because you're such 
an adept subject matter expert that you've gone half that. In other words, you don't even consider those things anymore. They're habits, Brian. So habits of very successful people that are on the ground. But what you got to do, habit of very successful person on the ground, is roll tape back to when you were a white belt or a yellow belt or a brown belt and you were just learning. And if you understand, wow, that was my brain cueing me into it. It's not instinct. That's my self-defense onboard systems that are designed to keep me from collision. Now we got something, right? And I would even say it's like, no, your instincts are in, in this in the examples I brought up, you know, your your instincts are not good because instinctually you should have slowed down and exited the freeway or gotten out of the way, but right. you didn't. You so sat you there do? and you said, turned on a camera recording and it. So you actually exactly. overrode your instinctual, you know, uh, right. reaction that that your limbic system should have said, mm, this is a bad one. We might not make and it I'm through. Not, and it's not I'm bad, not it just being... it, it's just how humans are. And, and, and that's the exactly. thing. Exactly. Like, so if I'm, I, I'm, I'm giving the example of a random individual recording from their vehicle as they're driving yes. down the freeway, but yeah. that same thing occurs to, you know, uh, 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 the uh, highway patrol officer who literally drives all day long up and down a freeway for their job and is right. and, and knows every little thing out there so instinctually yep. well that that the you end up you're the opposite of the spectrum right you yes. you miss it because you're you're so comfortable operating that environment and, and created such amazingly uh, good biases right and 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 you've created these these uh indicators that you know implicitly mean something that you also sort of fall into that trap in a sense right that's why Precisely. it's a failure in sense making on that case it's the mountain climber who goes i've climbed every exactly. mountain exactly this is not a big deal. And that weather. So it in. sounds like we're going after subject matter experts, Brian. It, it truly sounds like we're going after subject matter experts. But the reality of this situation, I got a black mark right here. So it looks like uh, on, on my camera, I, I think it's, you know, the type of mustache we're, we're no longer allowed to wear. Exactly. One so person I, ruined I, it. We're to disabuse everybody <laughs> of that. It's the lighting in the room. Holy Moses. <laughs> now uh, I just uh, noticed it. I didn't exactly. really notice Now it. I can't not <laughs> notice it. But but no, Brian, you're see, it, it it sounds sometimes to the uninitiated that we're bashing on SMEs. We're not no. bashing on SMEs. Oh, no, it's we're the calling opposite. SMEs to be accountable. Your expertise sometimes makes you miss the most important thing right in front of you. And how do we know that? Uh, uh you ever hear the old thing? Oh, the, the carpenter's house is always the one falling apart. Yeah. Uh, same thing. <laughs> Uh, uh, yes, uh, I'm a psychologist and I've been married three times. Doctors, uh, been, doctors oh are a God. great one. How many they're doctors do you know that are, fact, that are, yeah, they're, know. they're the most brilliant people in yeah. sometimes the world in their field. And they're like down in bourbon and ripping cigarettes and they're overweight. And you're we, like, oh. we know some of those folks. <laughs> and it's like, Hey, uh, have you thought about uh physician heal thyself? You know? And then we went to, what, uh, yeah. we went to a gig, Brian and I once, uh, with, uh, uh, non-attribution all the way around. And uh, the first thing that we did when we first sat down was it's like everybody got a, the strongest drink. This guy was in the lead or oh. female and, and uh, all the appetizers that were on the menu. And we'll start with all of that. Even before you come back and bring us our water or our silver yeah. or anything else, yeah, bring us a that. bunch of booze and a bunch of appetizers. And then everybody was lounging about. It was the longest dinner I've ever been yeah. in, involved in, most expensive. And well, it was just food, it was, food that fueled was- that was a, that oh, that was the one too. And everyone said, "Oh, we'll go back to the Airbnb. We'll, you know, we'll pick up a bottle. We'll hang out and talk." And then, but exactly. the problem is, everyone went on their way back and picked up a bottle. So everyone came back with, "Like, wait a minute." And then it's incumbent upon us, Brian, make sure that we don't insult anybody by not drinking their booze. Exactly. I think at one point, if you're a subject matter expert, the idea is that sometimes what happens 
is we're so in tune with our environment that we forget how to street things up. And when we talk about demonstrations of intent, we see them happen all the time and we predict right more than the other people. Why? Because we're experts. We're expected to. We're expected to get on base more. We're expected to hit the, the runs in, right? And then that's why people come to us and call us experts. But we have to say it was the grip tape. It was the pine tower. It was these other things. And, and so when, when we do these podcasts where we step back and we see it from its inception, uh, from white belt, from the street, from the beginning, uh, it clarifies those things. Yeah. Because if we constantly speak as an expert, well, that person's uh, going to say, hey, I don't flip that tire. Yeah. I don't climb that rope. I don't shoot those X rings. So I, I won't ever get this. But and that's, that's also not true. But, but in, in, in to why we boil it down to a simple phrase of demonstrations of intent are more important than motive. So what is a yes. demonstration of intent and what, what we're talking about, you know, that's something that, that signals some, some next step or, or, or future action Precisely. and what, what that allows to consistently does that to well, a degree where we can say that that means intent. That's the difference. It's and, not just this sometimes means this. It's that each time we hit a keystroke, there's an action that's going to be but, performed. And, but and and the why behind it, right? The reason why we we focus on demonstrations of intent because it leads to it's another example of something that leads to a reduction in false positives and false negatives, right? Precisely. So the, the video you even talked about with, with the with the police one, it's like they they had sort of this this false negative. They're like, okay, well, she's not the problem. There's no issue here, and then that turned out to be the problem. Or the false yep. positive is okay. This is the person that the issue is with, and, and you're kind of wrong. And so yeah, that's and, it. And you're but, doing but seventy it, of those, and you got calls stacking but, up. And now no, no, no. And, and, and well, that that yeah, that gets into right? just the, the limits of of cognition and performance, and, exactly. and that, that's a major contributing factor, a major barrier to understanding the situation. But but you know the reason again, we we boil down to these small sort of takeaways in a sense is to cut through all the noise that's out there and and reduce any bias that you may have because those are two different things that affect the situation right you've got noise there's a lot happening and then you've got your own yep. biases right that that you can't really control other than the fact that knowing you have them but the the idea with that is if i can cut through that go well, what it, what is this person's likely intent exactly. and you know and and, and that that small way of looking at it is 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 is, is far more important than saying you know, well, what's the reason for them being here? Well, why, what, what side of the issue are they on on this or what are they, you know, it's like, get, n none of that right. stuff matters. And, and you try to balance a little bit. Um, but, but I can't boil that down, in, which is what we all want. And everyone wants is a simple, well, just look for this indication exactly. Here's for this atomic indicators. action from a human in this context to go. And that always means this. And it, it, it it's just not, it's not that simple. So here's the first point of clarity. First point of clarity, let's go back to temporal issues. Let's go back to time. Yeah. Time okay. is so well, you, you keep you, you keep bringing that up. So so what do you mean I, 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 you know, okay. and why? So I am asking because we were talking about a police context like three or four different times so far in this podcast. I am asking all the police officers that ever listen to our, our podcast, how many calls are you on yeah, yeah. when you're at that call? You're on one. What's the most important call of your career? The call that you're on. So if that's a barking effing dog, or if that's the neighbor that, that, you know, shot their grass on your property, you know, the neighborhood complaint, or if that's a turnstile jumper, whatever that call is, that's the single most important call of your life. And take it like that. Take as much time as you need to take a look and see if everything you think is going on is going on. 
Because if not, you're going to video and audio tape your own homicide or you killing somebody because it's going to escalate so rapidly and turn into the shit sandwich that you can't hold it. All situations where if you, I want you to ask the copper that was involved in it and say, from the minute you got out of the car, you knew this was going to end in a fatal. That's almost never occurs. Okay. Right. You got an active uh, shooter situation where uh, whatever they call now, we can't even get active shooter down to active killer. The, yeah, you know, I, yeah. whatever sideline that shit for a minute. But yeah. if you come up on a scene and you get out of your car and you initiated the traffic stop or the person contact or dispatch sent you somewhere that calls the most important Could could a, uh, missing child turn into the fight for your life with a barricaded gunman. Could that child be in the house? Could that child be the victim or the, the aggressor? You got to stop thinking that I got somewhere to go and I got to solve this. And let's get to the point. You, you talk next, you, you talk next, Brian, because we'll never be able to see it unfold. Well, the, 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 uh, uh, scene in, uh, Ferris Bueller where they're looking at the Surratt painting. <laughs> at the Chicago, I think it's yeah. the Chicago Institute yeah. of Arts. I'm not yeah. sure. And as they yeah. start backing off and you see the pointillism, right? And then all of a sudden it starts making sense. Folks, that's your key. Your key is that life is handing you these pictures. But because we've seen so many paintings and we've been to the Louvre so often, they all blend together. So you have to slow time down and really look at this one and say, what am I sensing here? What am I feeling? What am I seeing? What do I smell? Those things are demonstrations of intent. So if I followed that explanatory storyline, would that lead to things becoming better or worse? And are things worse now? Look, we ask about pain all the time. Is pain okay now? Or is it you know, better or worse than when I first got here? If we do that in triage, why wouldn't do, do we do that in human uh, engagement triage? Why wouldn't we say, well, we're not getting anywhere on this caper. Well, what are the key things? Well, there was a mention of a gun earlier, and we haven't been back to that for a while, right? You know, the, the, the video that it's in question bothers me, too, because not only is the female waste aware and everybody misses it. And again, I'm not second guessing. You, I wasn't there. You're great cops and you did the right thing. Uh, but also the fact that she keeps saying, well, I have evidence. I have evidence on my phone. And at the very beginning, because they're not listening to her, they say, well, show us. And she goes, well, I don't have video evidence. I just wrote down all the things. <laughs> OK, there you go. Uh, or, the, or the recent HBO documentary about a uh, convicted felon. Uh, where she begins by saying, yeah, this is my truth. Yeah, okay. Okay. I got it. So yeah. the idea, Brian, is we need to give ourselves the time necessary to solve the problem. Because if we add a clock ticking behind us, yeah, that, that is going to impact our human performance more than virtually any other. A anything. Uh, uh, I, and it's going to confound us coming to a reasonable conclusion. Because so, you're... Because now with the with the ticking clocks and everything, I mean that's why it's so captivating for those movies and TV shows where the, yeah. the clock's ticking down and the bomb because you it, it 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 the anxiety is just hanging over you, which is going to negatively affect your performance, and it's become yep. you know you're you're now you're now putting um you know something you're you're create you're creating a situation where you're creating an inevitability and an ending that's got to happen soon can. so you start to force that ending you really do well so, so, and no, without realizing it and without certainly without meaning to right, right you, but your thumb is clearly it's on, on the scale, scale yeah. and you can't see it you can't feel it so you got to look for that thumb on the scale domestic violence kill cops yesterday copper killed on the way to domestic violence okay happens yeah. all the time domestic violence calls on a shift are ridiculously high numbers compared to other yeah. calls that are on a shift, right? More than noise complaints, more than a 
disorderly, all that other stuff, domestic, domestic, domestic. In big cities, you run a lot of those. Almost never does that domestic turn out to be a violent encounter. And almost never does that violent encounter end in the death of the participants, including the copper. Yeah. But it still happens. And we still go to those calls and discount that this call might be the one that ends my life. And, And it's a frame of mind that you have to be into. And when I hear stuff, and I'm not bashing anybody, don't listen to me and think that I'm going after anybody, but I hear resilience and grit and all this other stuff that's thrown out there. I, I would throw out math, okay? Yeah. If you increase the number of domestic violence uh, calls that you go on, you're going sooner to, or later, yeah, exactly. you're going to increase your chance of becoming a victim or encountering violence, and it may be deadly violence. That's just a fact. Well, yeah. So that- in that, if we look at it that way, the longer you drive the uh, uh, and the faster you drive, uh, the likelihood is going to change. So what do we mean by that? So the demonstration of intent is that the call was a domestic violence. Then we go and we start picking up cues from the scene. House is a mess, front windows broken, elevated voices, all those other things. As those, as that hodgepodge of seemingly insignificant cues starts to coalesce into the photo, into the painting, into the Surratt that we're looking at, we have to be able to back up from it a la Ferris Bueller and take a look and go, man, it's a beautiful day in the park. If we don't do that, Brian, then we'll walk into something and we'll right. get into deep water. And all of a sudden, you know what we didn't expect? We didn't expect a riptide and we didn't expect the sharks. And now we're fighting for our lives. And and that's all a matter of timing and perspective. Two things, timing and your perspective. Yeah. And and the, the you know, um, well, yeah, yeah, there's a, there's a bunch of things with, with time. And, and of course, my saying is always, we just as humans don't understand probability whatsoever. Statistics is such a foreign concept to our, our brain that it's very difficult. Even I mean, that's why you see even people who are trying to do it right with different studies or scientists, like they still get it wrong. And they're, they're actually legitimately trying to, to do it correctly. Right, so the books <laughs> are written about them getting yeah. it wrong. Yeah. And so other experts poking holes in their theory and which, which yeah, because it come, comes out with a great theory. Yep. And then even then they have to walk it back five years later when someone goes, Hey, wait a minute, this is junk. And they go, Oh, wow. I didn't know that at the time. My bad. Well, we're talking but, brilliant people. Well, and, and you, you know, so you, you bring up, time and looking at it that way and you made the comment you know what's the most important call you're on and and it's the one you're on right now and and the the what you get out of that is obviously one you're you're you become more deliberate right and and so when you're more deliberate with this because i i do that with i don't know sometimes when the insurgent interrupts me in something because she wants to tell me something it's like it's always at the most inopportune moment when i'm like but it's like if i can take a second and go yep okay what what is it be very deliberate the, the the situation resolves itself or or is done faster than if I go give me a minute just come back you know or I'm in the middle of something you know yep. what I mean? because now I'm prolonging it right but but you, the the idea and, and the, the 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 point I'm making is sort of being that deliberate and present that alone allows you to use more of your own cognitive resources that you have available that you don't Precisely. realize and 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 if I the second we put that time on it I start missing all that stuff right I start missing those those demonstrations of intent and I start yeah. missing those cues because I'm not fully there I'm not being delivered about it and so there's different ways to do this with us it's 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 our it's just behavior and cognitive performance if I look yep. at those things then um I'm I'm going to be right far more times than I'm going to be wrong and that's so true. Brian, who, who are we asking to narrate the story of their life? Yeah. We're asking the victim of a crime. We're asking the suspect that we don't even know is a suspect yet. And then, and then, and then give me more, give me more. 
<clears throat> because we're trying to reach a point where you make a decision. This person goes to jail or they don't stop that. That's it. So like a psychiatrist going, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, go, go on, go on, go on, go on. Oh, wait, now that's the point I want to get to. No, you can't do that. So yeah. If I've got somebody protecting my up and out because I can't be everywhere at the same time when I'm talking to you and that person's making sure that I don't miss the guy coming out of the closet with the gun or whatever else like that. And I can literally sit down at the kitchen table with you or stand in the living room or uh, sit on the front steps next to you and go, okay, what's on your mind? Okay. Well, how did that make you feel? Well, then what happened here? Well, okay, but let's go back two weeks ago. And most cops are going, I don't give a fuck what happened two weeks ago because I've got other calls that are stacking up. And I'm sorry for the language, but think about that, folks. Think about the guy in your shift or the, the female officer that said exactly that. That's where we're doing the disservice. Because the shit we don't clean up now or that we rush through is going to be the other officer that's showing up in a month and a week and something else. And everybody's going to go, oh, that guy hated cops and he shot those officers. Look, we saw that in combat, didn't we? When it, when an area like, like I don't want to go, I can't say the nation, but there was a nation that had coppers in Afghanistan or soldiers. And those soldiers were really brutal in this specific district. And so when the U.S. forces opted out with the NATO forces in that area, Man, Brian, you could see everybody was a little punch drunk, right? You've seen that on calls, right? On domestic, you've seen that in in fights in places. The idea is that I can't get to the root of the issue and all those cues that are trying to tell me something if I'm just going, come on, come on, come on, and I'll stop you when we get to where I want to be. That's not the way life works. And, And the person that's telling you that is only giving you their impression, their opinion. That doesn't allow you to walk around the house and see for yourself those things. And you're going, well, we can't take that much time. Well, then don't go. Well, it's in, in, you do, and you don't take that much time. You're good. Yeah, and, and it goes back to, to, you know, let, let them show you what's important. Let them explain the situation exactly. them because, because you can't not do it, especially, um, you know, with the example you even brought up and that video that I, I can put in the episode details, uh, Please. you know, that that's a, um, that was not a planned incident by any of those people involved. It was spontaneous in a sense. There's Java, um, but so so meaning You're exactly right. uh, meaning they you you know they they didn't have some plan to bring those officers in and then do something. None of that was there, nope. right? So there's no level of organization. No so, so, demonstrations of intent, right? Even so so when we put the time back. So what, and, and what I'm what I'm what I'm getting at here is that yeah. they have to then oh shit you know. These guys showed up. Uh, I got to come up with something now on the spot. How good is that going to be? You know what I mean? If you're trying it's to do it not. right there. So, so that's exactly. what I'm saying is they'll demonstrate that through their behavior. And and so so if, if it, it, to kind of just tie it back to the to the topic of, of demonstrations of intent is that that's what's that's what's going to happen. It's it's you're exactly right. Either going to be one or the other. It's a spontaneous or it's something well so, planned out. Right. So, so I have to be able to that determine the use of deception. The use of deception in that context is a demonstration of intent. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so, so you have no reason to, to please kind of, I can apply it to my son or my daughter or my grandkids when the grandkids are going, no, just go down to McDonald's to meet with my friends. Yeah. Okay. You know, (laughs) I I just fell off the turnip truck. Yeah. You're right. Go here. Yeah. Yeah. My crack pipe. You know, yeah, no, and 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 that's that's all that's that's what 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 it means. You know, I do that with with the. I you know, absolutely the, agree. It was the same thing. I always tie back to family stuff because it's obvious, especially with kids. But you know, when you do something, you're demonstrating. Okay, I, I know 
when you're oh i'm i've got the when when the insurgents like oh yeah i'm uh i'm going to do a workout with uh mommy in the garage and then we're going to i'm going to fold all my clothes and i'm going to put this stuff away we're going to do that i was like yeah I'm well but up. but he, but here's the thing <laughs> you're supposed to get this homework done tonight yeah, because yeah. Uh, uh you have practice tomorrow after school and you won't have time well you know i don't i might not have time it's <laughs> just creating all of these That's other it. things she's doing because why well and she doesn't those... want to do the homework so these are all demonstrations Each of individual intent. Act is yeah. a demonstration of intent. So let's put it this way you're out there and your intent is to catch a fish. So the first thing you do is you go buy your Zebco rod reel kit from Walmart for 10 bucks. They're always great things that last forever and they're really cheap and you don't have to spend a lot of money. You go buy a lure, which the, the single lure you buy is probably as expensive as a rod and reel nowadays. That shit's going crazy. And you go out and you stand on the shore. And you cast that lure in and you pull it in one time and you get no hits. And you go, screw this, I'm done. <laughs> That's not how life works. And so if you then thought about, well, I don't have to stand. I can get waders. I can go deeper in the water. Maybe that'll catch a bigger fish. Or I can get a boat or put things together to fashion a boat. And then you know what? I don't have to throw a lure. I can throw live bait. Well, live bait's illegal. Well, I can throw a Carolina rig with a rubber worm. Well, rubber worm. Well, I can spray something on the rubber worm to make it. That's life. So the idea is whatever you do, folks, if you're listening or watching us, whatever you do, whether it's mowing the lawn better than anybody else, golf game, fishing, bow and arrow, any of that other, those individual skills aren't all just one thing. They're all of these precise little things that have to occur in your eye and your brain and your fingertips and the gear and where you stand and the environment and the weather and it's in morning. So why would you want to reconcile all of that when you go up on a police call or a traffic stop and go, it's just this one thing? No, if you don't, the anticipation, Brian, of seeing signals is as important as seeing the signals. Well, then you, being able to compare those signals yeah. against the baseline and understand these four were demonstrations of intent. And, you know, the ruse, the dodge, the, hey, wait a minute, I, I dropped my wallet, those type of things. Because then that gives us that tactical and technical edge to get that time built in. Because the more time we can push into an event, yep. the more time we can grab like this nebulous cloud that's around us and push that into the event in front of us, the better things are going to be. The more time we give ourselves, the better things are going to be. No, and th and that was that's a great way of uh, kind of tying back into the previous episode when we talk about what is situational awareness and anticipation. And if you're not, I mean, it, it, no one gets into anticipation. Everyone starts with, you know, perception. When, but yeah. if you do, if you miss, if you don't understand anticipation, you don't do that. You're you're far less likely to ever perceive something, and and you're not only less likely, so but but you're also if you're waiting until that occurs, right? Versus versus under you know seeing it before it happens right there yep. there is no you can't do the predictive analysis part and create likely outcomes if you don't have some sort of anticipation in there right what was likely to happen when i do this what what what's likely to happen next if i see this what else should what i what could that mean but if i don't see those next follow-on cues then i can relax because i don't want to be hyper vigilant or hyper alert in band my dad actually took us there as kids on the, I believe it was the Algoma Central Railway. My dad was an odd character, man. He liked odd stuff. Uh, I think he was a hobo in a previous life, right? But but this is a very sad story. I don't know why I'm making light of it uh, uh, accidentally. 
but a husband and a wife and their dog were brutally killed by a grizzly uh, during a grizzly attack with uh, what was reported later as an uh, aggressive bear and was euthanized. Now, if you look up the history of Banff and grizzlies and anticipate that you're going to be like fishermen have to do when they go fly into outback Alaska and all that other stuff, Brian, there's a chance. Now, it's a very, very, very low chance that you're going to get attacked, mauled, and killed by a grizzly. That's why it makes the news. But the idea is you can just get some bear spray. What does it give you? It gives you standoff. What a standoff? Standoff is time. What is time? Time to think, holy shit, it's a grizzly. Yeah. And I'm going to go run it. So, so all of those things can't happen. We're right back to dropping the rock in the pond. So I want to look and, you know, still water runs deep, all that other stuff. Those all are there for a meaning. I want to throw the rock in the pond and see where those ripples go. And guess what, Brian? Today, the ripples all went left. Well, that's impossible. I know it's not. There's something happening that I'm not seeing. And that's the magic. Because if we can identify that one cue that's out of place, that, that, that cue that doesn't seem to fit, now I have an incongruent signal and yep. I can latch on to that, Brian. And that might be the difference of life and death uh, or, or winning the lottery or failing the lottery. And I don't mean lottery as chance. I mean lottery as availing oneself of an opportunity that's present. Yeah, I think that's a uh, that's a good kind of spot to 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 wrap on. Actually, I think that's a good way to to tie that back in together, big picture, and and why why we took the time to to get into demonstrations of intent today, because all of those I know we covered a lot with that previous podcast with our first principles, and then with what yeah. is kind of situational awareness. But you know, maybe we can we can in deep dive some of the other ones um, because we covered all of them topically. But this is one of those things that we can get into and, and talk about. I mean, it's the, it for not forever. I mean, it's a demonstrations of You're intent exactly are right. so powerful because once I can key into those, that's when I start getting good at Okay, intervening sooner or reading the situation better, um, because and and I'm I'm you're 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 far more correct and you're far more accurate in your observations and your and your uh your and sort of provable. calculation of likelihood, right? Yes. You're, you're 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 better at it because you were recognizing, okay, well that's a demonstration of intent. That person didn't even realize that they did it. So I, I'm yep. you're already how many steps ahead of them now? Going okay, now I can come up with a better plan because I'm ahead of this person. So. Um, I, I, that's kind of why another reason why I just want to to, to deep dive. Yeah, that. And if I had to wrap, if, if I had to wrap my side of this, Brian, uh, stop thinking of time as being just a line. Time is all around us all the yeah. time, and it's always moving different directions, <laughs> and it means so much different stuff. Part two: every single religion, uh, science, uh, 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 dating, relationship, uh, psychology, physiology is based on intent. The brain predicts what's going to happen and starts dumping chemicals. Your your uh, uh, mind starts interpolating what's happening, and certain chemical uh, things uh, support that. So all is based on demonstration of intent, either that we're perceiving that are coming into us, or that we're giving off. And mm -hmm. so our entire environment is predicated on that. And so is every science and everything around us, philosophy, all on demonstrations of intent. So, so if you can sit down and wrap your head around that and stop thinking as time is, is linear, you're going to be so far ahead uh, when it comes to sense making. And what's the key to problem solving, Brian? You got to sense, sense make making. before we yeah, problem solve. Exactly. Exactly. Um, <clears throat> yeah. No, I, I think that's that's a uh, that's a that's a good good place to uh, to to end on for the for the sort of the the so what and yeah. and uh, you know why why we why we get into this and and so I think it's uh it's a good good 
good wrapping point um unless we have anything else to add other than uh um we're, we've got I'm the, exhausted for the <laughs> um for shelly yelled at me we've got the I got shelly sick and shelly yelled at me brian so i think it's important to bring that on so yeah. investigators listen to this date stamp this yeah timestamp this we're recording this. It, exactly <laughs> So, uh, uh, but no, but the also, book. Come on, let's yeah, talk we, about yeah, the book. Yeah, we get the, the the textbook is is out ready in a sense uh, for our Patreon members. I know have already been able to order it, and they're going to go see this. Will come out next week, so it'll be ready to ship out probably a week after this podcast comes out. So uh, I'll have the links available right now. It's only for our, uh, I guess, the 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 supporters and 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 that have uh, some have already placed their order. But you, you just reach out leftofgreg at gmail if you're interested in it. But I'll I'll, I'll start putting it out there so, once it's completely set up and ready to go. And so I. There are going to be technological issues with people ordering. If you're a hater and you absolutely hate Brian and I and the podcast and and Arcadia Cognorati, we'll give you the same discount if you buy the book as our insider. What do you think? I'm I'm okay with that. If you're an hour into this podcast and you're listening, still on a listening, fight, angry, you need serious, serious help, and you need to go talk to someone. Um, Manifesto page. I, I get listening to the first few minutes and then not yeah. liking us and and tuning out. That's that's normal. That's fine. I'm okay I don't with like you. us. What? Neither do. That's what people like. <laughs> why are you still doing it because we have so much anger to work through. That's oh. <laughs> what I've had someone say to me. It's like Brian, you're the only person who runs a social media account in the history of social media that actively tells people you probably shouldn't follow us and i'm like well i'm trying to keep the riffraff out you know yeah so uh uh, also brian uh the book great stuff more out there uh loved loved the john peters uh podcast you know it's very he's great yeah love loved seeing debbie wright apologize uh yeah and leon and and uh but uh, uh, carry but the load, we, folks, down in Dallas. Yeah, boy, in Fort Worth, that training facility. Wow, that's a nice thumbs place. Up, thumbs up, Fort Worth PD. Well done. It's a nice. Um, it's a nice place. I think it's funny how they have this side is police, that side's fire, and we don't cross that line. <laughs> it's like a line down so the true. middle. There's two separate buildings. Remember, you come down, you come to the come to the Y. There, you either got to go right for police or left. For also, fire. I think it's hilarious. You don't sense the irony because I, I'm surrounded by firemen even in my own family right yeah you don't sense the irony but who's the best barbecue who's always selling barbecue at special events it's the firemen yeah okay you yeah. you can't get enough for that fire so yeah. i gotta get back there <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah, well they gotta have they gotta it's a keep, whole episode keeping themselves employed no exactly <laughs> staring at the flame poking it uh, uh yeah that, w- that was a good one but we we appreciate everyone tuning in stay tuned for we more do. uh any questions or anything of course uh reach out to us at leftgreg at gmail.com and thank you if you enjoyed it please share share the episode with your friends it helps us out a lot leave a leave a comment leave a review um that would be great and give us a thumbs up and don't forget that training changes behavior That's all for today, folks, but if you'd like even more content, you can head over to our Patreon page. The link can be found in the episode details. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, follow us on social media, and please tell your friends about the show. Thanks for tuning in, and thank you for your support.